When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I'm so excited you decided to join us. Before we jump in and deep dive into our subject today, I'd like to give a big shout out to our sponsor, sponsors, plural. Uh, first of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. It, it, the customer service is, I, I can tell you a story of like, oh, geez, maybe it was two or three years ago where I couldn't get, I, it, was, and it was an older machine. It wasn't one of the newer machines, but I couldn't get it. And they, they literally sat on the phone with me for almost an hour um, trying to problem solve. Eventually we got it. Eventually we needed to get a couple of pieces kind of sent, but um, their customer service. And that, that, that for, at that point on, they had a customer for life. So go mention Coach Unplugged or, or Coach Collins or any of us, and they'll give you $400 off. For you, I said it right, $400 off your next purchase. Also, go over and check out tubes.com for coaches who want to get better. Um, if you're looking to become a better basketball coach, you're looking to expand, if you're looking for a mentor, if you're looking for resources, teachhoops.com is the answer. It's the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It's better than Netflix because it comes with me. <laughs> it comes with one-on-one -on -one calls. It comes with um, resources and things to make you a better basketball coach. It has everything that you're going to need in one spot. It has the roadmap set up for you so you know to kind of kind of go tackle other things that you need in order to solve um, your basketball questions. So go over and check it out. It also helps us pay the bills. So go over and check that out. Also, I, and I said this, um, I, I said this on a, on a couple other podcasts. We'd love if you go over and check out our other podcasts, High School Hoops, uh, the Five Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast, the Funnel Down Defense Podcast. Go over and check those out. I think you'll love those. Um, we love sharing with the world and leave a five star review. Let's head off to the podcast. All right. Now, when you don't, and that max is down from where it should be, we are going to know why because we built that relationship with right. you, and you probably have came and talked to us and you said, probably hey, bombed your econ test, and you think you're going to yeah. fail out of college. Yeah, that kind of yeah. Thing. You're worried about something going on in the dorms or a test or whatever right. might be going on. Right. You know, and that's the thing. Like, 
you know, it was always fun to just go back to one thing is, you know, when these kids would come in and just like your son and my son are going into college, you know, in right. the future years soon, um, you know, when they go, there, there's so many new things thrown at them, you right. know, in that first year. <laughs> right. You know, and I always had probably eight to 10 new kids every year. So eight to 10 new kids every year, I'm going through that experience with them. What, what was the, what's the most common major at UD? Major? Like, what do they make? What are the, what are your girls major in? The, ladies, say, ladies, they're not yep, girls, they're ladies. Yep. I would say education, okay, business, nursing were probably the three bigger ones for me, okay. anyways. And we would also have psychology and criminal justice. Those okay. were kind of like the probably five majors I dealt with the most. Okay. And how many of them became coaches? Um, well, I have one right now that's a current D2 assistant. Okay. Um, and then I have two that are that have been high school head coaches. One that is right now. One that's decided to get out of it for right okay. now. And then multiple ones that are JV assistants, and even and head coaches in volleyball stuff like that too. Stuff like that. Okay, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, um, it's fun. To, it's fun. To how did that. you? How did you practice plan? How did we practice? Plan? Yeah. How do you? How do you as a coach practice plan? Like. Yeah. Yeah, obviously, you know, just like everybody, I, I think that you, you look at what it is that you feel that this team's going to be really good at. Right. We've got to make sure that we are, we're working on those things. Now, for me, it, it, I always did about a 30-minute session of just transition drills and games. So I was really big. And, and some of that stuff I got from Forrest Larson back in the day, too. Um, and I know you've had him on multiple times. Forrest is great. Forrest is great. Yeah. He's, he's one of the best. And see, when he was at, that's where Mount Scenario College is at, was in Ladysmith. So when he was doing all that stuff in Ladysmith with that, with his, with his team and his son up there, I was at Mount Scenario. Right. And so, and, and he and Eddie were, had a great relationship with each other too. And so I was fortunate enough to be around him when he was just getting going. Mount Scenario closed, didn't it? Yes, it did. It did close. And uh, and what happened to it in the town? Well, now now they they run a private boarding school there at that school. So there's kids that come in from all over the world that go to that school now. And so once and in a while, do you know what it's called? A, um, I I can't remember what it's called honestly right now. Drew's godfather was a Dave Knight was the uh, was a trainer there for a while, a year or two. Oh, really? they got, he got out before it closed, but um, I think he saw the handwriting on the wall. Yeah, um, I want to say it was in two thousand or ninety nine or two thousand somewhere in that range is when it closed. Yeah, that's funny. Um, yeah. What? Uh, let's here. I always love asking this question. So if we could, um, if we could dive into one coaching moment either a, f a success or a failure that would be a takeaway for a listener, what would that be? Well, that's a, that's kind of an interesting question. Hey, thanks. I think so. I, I always like that. And it can be a success. It can be a failure. It doesn't matter. It's just something that a listener would go, Oh, I could learn from something that they could learn from. That's kind of the thing I always like. Yeah. That, that's a tough question. Um, I mean, I, I'm probably, who knows if I'm going to answer it the way that you would like it to be answered. That's, no, there's no right or wrong. I'm not giving you a grade on this thing. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, I, everybody has like, I, I mean, I would, if I was answering this question, I would, I would talk about a couple of my successes 
And then I would definitely talk about a couple of my, I mean, I think of some stuff I did early in my career. Holy crud. Yeah. I'm lucky I have a job still. It's like, you know, um, when I, so, I, I, I think I learned earlier, from those. I mentioned earlier, you know, with, I, I surrounded myself with a lot of good assistant coaches over the years, you know, and having good help and people that you trust, you know, I think that's probably the biggest word I would, I would have for a coach that's looking for assistant coaches is that you got to have people that you, you truly can trust your own kids with or whatever. Yes. I've had two staffs in 20 plus years, two staffs. Yeah. I trust them. They, none of them want my, none of them are going to backstab me. None of them, they're going to, they're going to work hard for me. They trust me. They're my friends. Boom. Yeah. Done. That's the only reason yeah. I'm still coaching to be honest with you. Is, yeah. and, and I know Nate listens. I don't know if the other two listen, but the only reason I'm still coaching is because of the staff I have. Yeah. Otherwise I'm done. I'd go fishing. I take up and golf think, again. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and that, to me, you know, I've have, uh, now during my time, 13, the 13 years I had at UD, um, I have a, a assistant that was with me for five years. That's a D one assistant at, at Youngstown. Um, and I have another one that's a head coach at Grinnell college. Another one that's a associate head coach at Menlo College out in California, and another one that's an NEIA assistant in 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 North in South Dakota. Yeah. And so, um, and then and then the current University of Dubuque head coach was with me for three years. Okay. So, um, I, 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 for me as a coach, I always wanted to be that mentor for them to help them right. reach their goals as right. a coach. And so that was a role that I was really trying to play really hard is that I got great joy in seeing them move on and become head coaches or assistant coaches at a higher level that they wanted to, you know, whatever goals and dreams that they had. I think that's great. Now, didn't you have like a harrowing thing happen this year? Um, That was uh, a a couple years ago. We, we, okay. So uh, explain to the people what happened and this is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, We were in uh, Nashville, Tennessee for a tournament and we left there at seven o'clock in the morning. And during our trip, our bus driver was saying how he wasn't feeling well and he was getting kind of, each day he was getting a little crankier and crankier. He was, he was getting sick. And uh, we left at seven o'clock in the morning, uh, December 31st, okay? So um, it was about, now we, I forget who was playing, but the Badgers were playing in a bowl game and they won this big game, and we were all up till pretty late watching that game and just having fun right? Um, in downtown Nashville. And we left at 7 o'clock in the morning. At about 8.30 in the morning, everybody's on the bus is sleeping. Now, most of the time, like 99% of the time, I sit kitty quarter from the, the bus driver, okay? So the bus driver's there, and you're not behind him. You're in the other spot. I'm on the other spot. That's yeah, where I am that's too. That's, I, I always sit there. I know. That's, that's like I always sit there too. It's like a death time, seat. Yeah. <laughs> the one time I sat behind him because that bus had outlets on that side of the bus. Okay. So I wanted I wanted to charge my phone up while I was sleeping, so I sat over there, and my assistant um, at the time, Justin Smith, sat on that right side where I normally sit, and. I literally had put my hat down over my face and, and just starting to fall asleep. And I heard, are you okay? Are you okay? And I thought my assistant was talking to me. And, and as that's going on, I hear boom, 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 boom. And we are talking, we're taking out each 
uh, metal uh, bar, the railing, the guardrail, we're taking those out one at a time. Our bus driver passed out with the bus going 70 miles an hour um, going down the highway. And luckily, and that stretch of the highway, we went to the left and that's where the guardrail was. All the way to the right, there was no guardrail and there was a little bit of a hill and trees. So I'm so thankful to this day that we went to the left. Right. And my, my assistant um, saw what was going on and he got up and, and I mean, we were taking out the guardrail. He went over there and grabbed the, the steering wheel and got his foot on the brake. And we got, and he got the bus stopped. And between, you know, I had two other assistants that were on the bus. The girls in the back of the bus, they thought we were running over deer. They didn't really know what was going on, um, but they knew something was, something had happened. But we got the ambulance. We were there for about an hour. The ambulance came and, and, and actually the bus driver was in the hospital for three days. What happened? Um, Is he okay? Um, at first they thought he had defib or whatever. Yeah. AFib, I think yeah, AFib. And, um, they thought that was the issue, but it wasn't. He was just, he was dehydrated and had the flu really bad. Bad. Yeah. And so, so what happened then? How'd you get home? Well, it worked out perfect that they actually had another guy, another guy that was driving. It was only an hour away from us at the time that he was going to drive to like eight hours away to, uh, they have like shuttles with the cars. So right. they, they'll have two but. Anytime they have a bus that drives 10 hours plus, they have to have two drivers. Right. And so they had a, a guy that just happened to be only an hour from us that was driving to another place somewhere else. Okay. That he came and checked out the bus and he got us to our next stop, which was three hours north of there. They had another bus driver already waiting for us at another spot. Okay. So he drove us that three hours, but um, it was fun because he – he got out, he drove the bus to the next uh, stop where I took his car and followed behind because he just wanted to make sure that the bus was in working condition. Right. And it was, it was just the whole left side was all scraped up and, and damaged, but it wasn't damaged to the point where they couldn't drive it. Oh, that's scary. So it that's was, scary. yeah, it was really scary. It was very scary. Uh, that, <laughs> so, don't fall asleep in the bus. There's your life lesson. Holy cow. Yeah. I mean, how many and, times I've know. fallen asleep too. We've, we, if you, if you're on a bus long enough and you've done enough bus trips, we all have those. Like yes. we were in Minneapolis once and uh, Wilson's one of our bus drivers. So if you're listening to this, Wilson, we love Wilson anyway. And um, literally I thought a gunshot went off and a piece of ice fell from the top of uh, overhang. We were yeah. driving toward Minneapolis, shattered the windshield. Swear to God. It oh, was like, wow. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, and there was one ice storm we went through that I'm not, I'm literally not sure how we made it. Like we were like, there was no one else in the, other than us. We were coming back, I don't know, from St. Louis or something. And yeah, and it's, I, hair, it's, a, it's scary. Yeah. And yeah. I've always been, a, I, I literally never fall asleep because I'm just too big of a guy to sit on a little butt on a little seat. Right. So I've never been able to get comfortable where I could actually fall asleep. Yeah. And usually you know, these, the bus drivers are usually a little older. And so I, I tend to try to stay up and talk to them and talk right. whatever they want to talk about. Right. Um, but this one time I thought, you know what, he, we've had him so many times and he's a really good driver that I felt really safe with him. Right. And, and you were asleep too. I mean, you've been up too. That's the funny yeah. part. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's one thing you've learned in the last year? Um, not to take anything for granted. 
You know, I think we've all learned that right now with what we're going through with the pandemic and everything, just how to like maybe slow down. And that's what it's really been good for me these last, you know, four months or whatever is just to slow down, enjoy what's going on around me, enjoy my family, um, enjoy my kids, you know, and, and all those things. And, and, just look at what's really is important. I oh, think, I love that. You know? Do you, uh, did, did you have any superstitions? Any superstitions? Are you superstitious? Um, I, I kind of, um, a lot of times if, 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 if we lost, like a, if we had a bad loss or something, I'm not wearing that shirt again for, for a while, <laughs> you know, I, I just would not do that. And I might have certain socks that I would wear for certain games or certain, you know, certain kind of looks that I would have, you know, this last year, I kind of decided coach that I'm going to go, I I went Bobby Huggins style. I started wearing, instead of wearing my suit and ties all the time, I started wearing more of the, of the jacket, like, you know, Bobby Huggins wears a pullover. Um, And that was good. Yeah. I went the other way. I went the Tony Bennett way. I went suit jacket with, um, without a tie and a pocket square. So I went the other way. And that's um, how I normally roll, no, you know, without the tie. It was just yeah, a lot more comfortable. I should, I should wear – well, you would have loved to see me in middle – because we, we won a national tournament. Like, I tell the boys, we're the only team in Wisconsin boys basketball to win, a, win, a tur- win, win something, like, more than two games. Because we won a three-team tournament in um, Florida against some legit teams. Yeah. And, um, and we uh, – and I wore shorts. I wear a polo and a short when I'm in Florida because it's too freaking – so, I saw a picture of that. Yeah, and I was wearing it like I, I kept wearing it till we lost. Like I wore it all of January. Like I'm wearing shorts and a polo because we're winning. I'm not gonna change. It's like, and the boys <laughs> are the one that told me. Like when we came back from Florida, you know, it's like, well, coach, we just won. You got to keep wearing it. I go, okay, as long as we keep winning, I'm good. I'm okay. It's like, um, I like that, coach. I'm gonna tell you a funny story real quick. Okay. So. Um, I, as you already heard, the University of Dubuque and Loris Co- College were very big rivals, only, you know, half a mile apart from each other. Which so is crazy the, to me that they're a half mile apart. Like, yeah. like you would think one would buy the other at some point. <laughs> no. Yeah, well, maybe that'll happen someday. I don't know. You never know. <laughs> um, but with that said, I remember, you know, First day of school every year we would have a meeting where I would kind of set the ground rules down and tell the tell the team you know what to expect for this and when this is going to happen, just you know just let right. every, all the new kids know what's going on. Right. And I remember in that meeting I told them that all summer long I've been thinking about Loris. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And I've been and I've been using this purple toothbrush, and I'm so tired of my purple toothbrush, and I want to get rid of it. Okay, and so the girls kind of thought that was funny that I was talking about that. You know, you say some things that the kids get a charge out of, and never brought it up again. Never talked about my purple toothbrush, anything like that. And all of a sudden, we're playing them at Loris, and it's a huge game. 
And like I said, probably 2,000 people there at the game. And in the pregame speech, I pulled out that to purple toothbrush out of my pockets and, and, and talked to them about how I wanted to get rid of this purple toothbrush. And I want, you know, and don't want to, I don't want to see it anymore. Right. And so um, we end up, and in long story short, we end up winning this huge game on their courts. And I, and when the game was done, I took, I took it out of my pocket and the team was surrounding me going crazy. And I threw it into the crowd. Okay. Just sent it flying as far as I could throw it. And there was a guy up in the crowd that was taking pictures and the guy that was taking the picture, literally the, the toothbrush, it hit him <laughs> as it's coming at him. He's taking pictures. And, uh, after that, the, you know, just, you know, and so, to this day, a lot of those girls talk about the toothbrush. Oh, I bet. I bet. I'm surprised they didn't have toothbrushes ready for you. That's what I would have done. And I'd so I had also told one. them that I would, you know, and this rarely ever happened. I would ever like make little bets with them or whatever you want to call it, little little side things with them. Right. And I had told them, you know, I had told the girls how I wanted to try to lose some weight and get a little back in shape or whatever, and told them I would give up pizza if. Uh, you know, for, for a year, if, if we were to, you know, win this game. Right. And uh, we win the game that one of the players wrote up a contract, like her mom's a lawyer with 3M and they wrote up a huge contract and had me sign it with all the girls signing it too. And I had that thing in a, in a frame in my office. Um, I went four months without eating pizza and anyone that knows me knows that I eat pizza almost every single day um and ah. so that was four months was painful and eventually the girls did tell me that i didn't have to do it anymore so i went back to eat so they, they let you out of your contract that's good yeah i love yeah. that all right so here's what we're gonna do we're gonna do rapid fire which i ask you just a quick question you give me a quick response okay um what's your favorite brand of basketball the actual ball you play the game with yeah wilson solution why because one, it's the it's the official ball for D three, but in and in, in being around that ball for the last thirteen plus years, um, it's always really held up. When water gets on it, it absorbs it, and so the ball doesn't become slick like some like like some basketballs do. So it has you know, and it has a good grip to it, and it's a ball that you can actually clean, and it dries, and it and it gets and it gets its normal feel back. So it's always been a really good basketball for me. I love that. Okay. One word to describe your ideal player. Tough. Okay. Uh, if you could go to one sporting event in the world, what would it be and why? NBA finals. I haven't been to one. I would love to go to one. Okay. Uh, the, the, you went to the NCAAs last, last year, didn't we you? Went, Jackson and I went to the final four last year. And that was, that was all I've been to women's final fours, but never to the men's final four. It was awesome. I took drew. It was awesome. Wasn't it? Yeah. It was a great experience. It was unbelievable. And, and I grew up, I was born in Lubbock, Texas. So I've always loved Texas tech, you know? And so I'd follow them. And I told Jackson, you know, during the year, it'd be so great if Texas tech made it. Right. And they made it. So it was and coach, I don't know if you really dug into their defense. I love all their defensive principles. Oh, I do too. There's a lot of Tony. It, 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 it was too, it was a defensive war for those two guys. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It really was. Um, what's one thing you do to relax? Sleep. Really? Okay. Yeah. I, if I need to relax, you know, or eat pizza, I guess. Okay. <laughs> 
but honestly just getting a, a little nap you know getting the chances to just to oh trust me push the reset button there's two things i've done the entire the the entire lockdown i've taken my dogs for walks twice a day and i've taken a nap 127 yeah. days i've not missed my nap but i also stay up to like 2 a.m so yeah. you know i wake up at seven and i and i you know i go to bed at like you know one or two so i get a nap midday it's like 40 30 minutes 45 minutes man it just I, that's all i need it's like a power yeah. nap oh so good and you're good to go again that's oh, kind of good how to go like i'm i'm like it's it's we're taping this it's almost it's, it's six o'clock i mean i got a good seven i mean i'm just starting my day right now like this is just i'm just starting to get going because uh, yeah. i had my nap day, on game day if i could just get in my office shut the lights off for 20 30 minutes that's all i needed you know, coach k does good. that you know coach k does that before every game and you know why he does it i read this in one of his books he does oh. it because he goes i'm the freshest when i wake up in the morning yeah. So he goes, I want to take a nap before the game because then I'm more alert and more fresh. And it's like, yeah, oh, coach, it's good enough for Coach K, man. It's good enough for me. Um, right. what's, uh, what's one coaching technique you consider important? Patience. Oh, I, I love that. Have. No one has said that before. I would agree with that. Um, best basketball player you have seen in person? There, there's a lot of them, okay. But if I'm going to go with the state of Wisconsin, one that – on the women's side, girls' side, high school, was Janelle McCarville. And okay. Janelle, if you know who she was, she was the number one overall pick in the WNBA draft, played at Minnesota, went to the Final Four. Um, she's just kind of starting to finish her career overseas right now. She played in, in the WNBA for one of championship with the, the Lynx in Minnesota. But um, watching her in high school kind of, and going into college, was she's one of the, the best players I've ever seen. Um, she was when she was in high school coach she was 6'2 and about 270 and she could grab the rim okay she was super athletic for her size right and I saw her do things I've never seen a female basketball player do and when she went to Minnesota she lost that 60 50 to 60 pounds her freshman year and 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 has done a great job of, of playing for a long time and made a great career for herself that's awesome um best player of all time best player of all time yeah well obviously for for me and i don't know what it is for you but the best player of all time is michael jordan okay i mean michael's got michael's gotten about 95 percent of the votes so obviously I, would... I, I don't know what, what does drew say the best basketball player of all time is uh that's a good question i've never asked them that i i tell them that Giannis is the best basketball player in the world right now and he him yeah, and I, I agree he doesn't like that um i don't know i'll ask him that i don't i mean we've had the discussion i i think he i think he's more leaning toward lebron but um jackson and i have this debate almost nightly steve and and he is a big time lebron fan and, and here's my argument here's my argument with jackson what i would say to him is a couple things first of all Michael's never lost a game seven. He has six rings. He probably would have had more if he'd have played longer and not taken a gap year. Yeah. So he took a gap year because his dad died and he wanted to play baseball. Otherwise, they would have won seven in a row. Um, yeah. I think I personally think a bigger argument to LeBron is like Bill Russell or somebody like that that's won 10. You got you to gotta win a multiple to be in the discussion. Whether it's fair or not, I get it. Um, 
And that but, is a debate that we have every yeah, single Oh, time. I get it. <laughs> and, and, and Drew's argument is LeBron doesn't have as much talent, and Michael never won with that didn't, didn't have talent either. I go, I, I, would, I would agree. Um, you know, he's had, he, had a, he had a couple all-stars, but, you know, he made Steve Kerr better. He made John Paxson better. Like, yeah. he used them to, to, to help them win. You know, I'm not yeah. sure LeBron has done that. Yeah. Um, anyway, I think, I think the best basketball player in the next 10 years lives in Wisconsin right now, to be honest with you. I, I agree a hundred percent. And if you're building a basketball player, you build Giannis. Like that's what I'm, yeah. I think they could win it this year. I hope, I hope they get that chance to. I know. I hope they do too. Google Wesley, Wesley's hair, right? His, you should see his hair. He looks like he belongs in semi-pro. You should you should Google when we get so done he's, Google. He's wrote it, he's wrote it out. Oh, it's out. It's like here. It's crazy. It's pretty funny. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna text him when we're done. Um. Uh. One thing that helped you become a better coach. Yeah. Well, honestly, like no joke, and you know, and I don't always get this chance to say these things, but on 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 your form, I will. But I, I mean, I have probably the best wife that there is, you know, and she's allowed me to chase the. You know, a dream of being a college coach right and allowed me to come home being cranky and upset and <laughs> the highs and lows and all that stuff that come along with being a coach right as you know and so i'm fortunate oh, yeah. i have someone that i get to share that with yeah i mean any successful coach i mean there's always people yeah and it goes back to like they're 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 the assistants at home like yeah. and then, not that they're an assistant coach but like just like your assistant coach supports you, your wife, your spouse supports you, and if you can't, yeah, you're not going to do it very long either. Trust and me. They, you know, and you know, our wives, I'm sure, just like yours, coach, they get to see things that maybe we don't see. You know, right. in, in the stands and the oh, crowd yeah. and yeah. all those things. Oh yeah, There's I've been fun. pretty good. I don't know if I don't know if Maya will ever go to a memorial. <laughs> she went the last couple of years because of Drew, but yeah. I don't know if she'll ever go back. Um, yeah, which is fine. She's like, retired now. <laughs> I think she might have retired. Drew, Drew, Drew's retirement and her retirement might be, because you know whatever. It's like yeah. Anyway, yeah. That's a whole. That's that. That's a podcast on its own. Um, best game you have seen in person, other than my 2011 state championship game. Yeah, there one. you go. Yeah. <laughs> best game I've ever seen. Um, there, you know, there's been games that I've been a part of. There's been games I've watched, you know, even like the final four, you know, last year, right. just watching that, those games were, that was a lot of fun. Um, one game that was really special that I, that I got to go to looking back on it is I went to um, game six. I forget the year I'd had, I'd, I would be guessing what year it was, um, but it was game six of the Western conference finals of the Timberwolves and the Lakers. So that's, in 2000 i think three four yeah yeah you know when when they had kobe and Shaq. yeah I, you know and i was in and uh, my family knew um a guy in minnesota that owns like 60 wendy's and so okay. he had offered us for tickets to go and so we got to sit right on court side so i literally was like two three feet from Shaq and kobe throughout oh the that was awesome yeah Oh, yeah. So that was probably my best experience. Oh yeah, best yeah. Game. I think that's that's an easy one. Um, what's your favorite quote? Um, well, the John Wooden one: "The uh, do not let what you cannot do interfere with interfere with what you can do." Um, to me, that's important because 
I think as a coach too, at, at, or as a player, but as a coach, sometimes I think coaches get too caught up on what kids cannot do instead of looking at well, what we, they here, Here's how I coach. Here's, what I would co here's how I've coached for a long time. I'm going to find out what they're good at, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to magnify it. And what they're bad at, I'm going to try to hide. Yes. <laughs> and I've always said that, Coach, but it's amazing how, you know, I, I've had friends where a high school coach that I knew really well that he had a 6'3 uh, female basketball you know, player, right? Right. Super long. Nobody could score by, you know, she was blocking every shot and getting every rebound. Right. But because she struggled at, at shooting an easy shot, he would get frustrated with her and, and, and put her on the bench. Well, I'm like, coach, when she's in the game, no one's scoring on her. She's getting every rebound. Right. Don't Have the other four her. people shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about that one shot she's missing. You're only thinking of that one yeah. thing. I know. I think you that's know? a great so. tip for the young coaches too. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. If you're, if you're not quick, then you hide them and then you, yeah. maybe they're great at something else. Yeah. Um, what's, uh, what's the best basketball coach of all time? I mean, this has been harder. Like Michael Jordan's winning. Like when I ask yeah. this question of all the coaches, Michael wins most of it. This one I've heard like 10 different coaches. So don't feel bad if you. Yeah. And I literally could say 10 different coaches. I know, you, know? you could. And there's, there's, a, there's some days where you kind of lean like this way. And, and I do. And then I, I'm starting to really enjoy watching something like a Tony Bennett now, watching what he's doing and, and his philosophy and how calm he is and, and stuff like that. You know, I, as of today, I would say I really like Tony Bennett, just like his style. His demeanor. I think he, here's what I think's going on with Tony. I think Tony's like a duck going across the water. I think because if you ever see a duck going across yeah. the water, it's it, it looks really calm and blah, blah, but it's paddling underneath. I think inside him, all that stuff's going on. Yes, I think he shows. He's hiding home, it. But I know how competitive the Bennett's are. There's no way he's what. There's no way. Like maybe. But I think yeah, and, it's all like, yeah. And his positive. sister, Kat, Kathy, was a, was a great coach as well. Yeah. You know, she won a national championship at UW Oshkosh and was successful at Evansville and in Indiana. So yeah. um, it was fun watching all those guys. All right, we'll go with Tony. I, I can live with that. What, what's one book you'd recommend? Um, the, uh, the Energy Bus, you know. And I, I, I actually had, you know, I – that's John, Gordon, that's John Gordon, right? John Gordon, yeah. Yeah, John Gordon's great. He's he's came out with a new one. I think it's The Garden. Yes. The Garden. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah. We uh we we did a thing, Coach, that I know you would probably really enjoy, but um, two years ago we had – I decided, you know, each year I would do things different with selecting captains. So huh. one year – Oh, God. I, we could do a whole podcast on captains. Yeah. Trust me. Right. No, I know. And <laughs> – one year I just said, you know what, we're, I'm going to have them apply for it. And then as they apply, then I'm going to have them, uh, we're going to do a, a book reading and we're going we're gonna to talk about it. So that was a book that we decided to read and have kind of like a study you know, with five of the players and two coaches. And we came every Wednesday and talked for, you know, about an hour. Right. About what we, you know, the couple chapters that we would read and what yep. was going on. And that was fun. Yeah. Um. I'm going to tell the coaches that are listening. So here's, I haven't named captains in 10 years, 15 years. Yeah. I wait to see who walks to the center circle. <laughs> Swear to God. Yeah. And it was funny this year because my, so 
here's how it works. You ain't walking to that center circle if you're not you like my point guard didn't walk to the center circle this year. Now, was he kind of one of the leaders? Yeah, probably, but he wasn't gonna walk. He he told he told like Drew and Logan, you know Drew and Logan. He said, yep. "You two need to go to the center circle." You know, <laughs> so but it's whoever walks there, and then eventually my center, like game five, walked to the center circle. Like, there, if you got if you got gumption enough to walk to the center circle, go right ahead. Like if, you're, if you're the fifteenth guy and you want to be captain, go right ahead. So whoever's there at the end of the season is my captains. Whatever. It's yeah. like it's one of those things that I think the parents think it's bigger than it is. Yeah. The leaders are the leaders and the non-leaders are the non-leaders. Who cares who talks to the officials before the game? I don't want to talk to the officials. And it, the you know, I'll share this with you real quick, coach. Same kind of thing. We're watching Jackson, you know, at Cuba city. Right. Um, he would, he would, you know, he would coach had, he had his whole starting five this whole year go to the, uh, the jump circle. The starting and what did they do to warm ups then? <laughs> Well, and that was the thing. There'd be games where Jackson wouldn't go, and I was like, "Jackson, are you in trouble or something?" He's like, "No, I just want more shots. Right? I want to, I want to get ready." So he's like, "I don't really care what they're saying." <laughs> and now that they cut, and now that they cut down the warmups to fifteen minutes, it's like, yeah, really? Like, yeah, okay. yeah don't get me started. So now they're All getting right. like 10, 11 minutes to I warm know, up. I know. All right. Well, thank you for being on, Coach. I really do appreciate it. Um, yeah. I'll Thank let you, you I will let you know when this, I'll let you know when this goes live for sure. Okay. okay. Appreciate right. it coach. Yep. Hey everybody. Hope you enjoyed that. If you want to support us, you want to help us keep the lights on here at teachups.com, go over, join 14 day free trial, and then stop the car, subscribe, like Apple five star review. That would be good. All right. Maybe have a good day. Bye. Sports social podcast network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.